Hello, Dave. Hey, see Dave's around the uni. I'm recording now. Yes. Well, I can see you now as well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there we are. Great. Great. I'll just you up a bit. We had a, we've had a few on there. We've had a few Daves that you probably know. Dave Galbraith. David Galbraith. Yep. yep. Die Moon or yep. David Moon. Yeah. And Di actually told me, he said, um, you might want to get in touch with Dave Baird because um, he's either leaving or retiring soon. Or <laughs> So I don't know what stage you are of retiring, whether you've actually hung up your professional yeah. cloak. Or... Yeah, yeah, I have. I have fully retired. I fully retired at the end of March, but um, you know, academics never really retire. So uh, um, I'm now an emeritus professor, and um, I'm, I'm basically going to just carry on doing research. I've got a couple of um, really nice research projects with colleagues in physics, and um, you know, at least for the next two or three years, I can see myself spending you know at least a couple of days a week up on campus um, doing research and talking to colleagues about research, and and because of the background I've had of, you know, being head of department and dean and senate and council and all this stuff, where I can, if people want to have a chat to me about that sort of stuff, then yeah. cup of coffee with folk. Cup of coffee or something stronger, like the uh, your, your markers. <laughs> <laughs> your makers mark. No, I'll tell you all, the story behind this is on. that, that one, of, one of the people I really appreciated as a, as a more junior academic was um, a guy called Orhan Burkatai. He was a professor of physics, head of department a couple of times when I was uh, just a lecturer. And um, he just had this, you know, really nice attitude towards um, work. And, and there was a bit of an alcohol culture at the time. And and it was just the time when when you know, departments were going from a, you know, just completely freewheeling and being start, asked to start organizing things a bit better. So so literally there were departments didn't have research committees. Why on earth would you have a research committee? What's it for? That's not what research is about. So anyhow, departments were told to have research committees. And so Orhan had to form one. And I remember being invited to the first one. I can't remember why now. And and I just well, he got there and, and, and the thought, why are we having a research committee? You don't need committees to do research. Uh, and I said, I, I just assumed this would be a little drinking party, Orhan. And so he got a bottle out. And so and so this idea of sort of, you know, um, research committees being 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 alcoholic. But, but then over time, that developed into the idea that if anyone ever went to abroad in term times, so or particularly, um, you know, you had to get asked permission from the head of department to go abroad in term time. The forfeit was always just to bring back a bottle of the local brew. Oh, and right. so, for example, that maker's mark would be me going off to a conference in America, and, and that was my forfeit for, for, <laughs> for drinking at a research committee. I think, I think culture has changed a bit since. But <laughs> has it? <laughs> well, it is in our department. <laughs> <laughs> and when, when was that first research committee? When was that? What, what year are you talking? Uh, late 80s, early 90s. Late 80s. When, yeah. whenever, whenever I hear a tune on the radio now and they go, and that came out in 1984, I'm like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a long, 40, nearly 40 years ago. Well, that's when I started in the university. So I started in 1984. Yeah. 1984. What was I doing then? I was probably just starting, starting secondary school. Yep. Turn up brown, upside down. The Bath Laugh Marathon is in town. Every week it's music, comedy, chat, and other stuff and that. David and Joey will make sure you're on the right path. So join them every Friday, 7 to 9, on Radio Bath. And I've seen you walking up and down North Road 
couple yeah, of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, are you still doing that little walk up North Road? Or yeah. I, 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 in fact, I, I don't own a car, so if I ever okay. want to get around, um, I walk. Um, and so, yeah, I've always walked up and down uh, North Road. Sometimes I take a more circuitous route. Particularly now I'm retired, I can uh, spend a bit longer over the walk. But yeah, oh, okay. rain or shine, up and down North Road. That was how I've always worked, um, got to work and back. <laughs> it's not very nice walking in the rain, though, is it? I don't mind that. I don't mind. Um, you know, you've got an umbrella. You're not that wet. Um, Would you ever bike it? Would you ever cycle it? I, I have, but it's. It, I, I just find cycling uphill really hard work, whereas I find yeah. walking uphill really easy. So it's it's just a matter of what you're used to, isn't it? So uh, it's it's lovely as well because you can go via Sham Castle as well, can't you? Exactly. I, I mean, that's that. a bit of a hill, but um, yeah, I often do that. Yeah, that's right. Lovely. And I often go along the canal because I live down in Bathwick. To often go along the canal and then up up uh, um, through Bathampton, then up across the fields that way and across the golf course. So oh, great, yeah, there's no it? end of no end of different ways to walk to work. And in fact, one of the things I did to celebrate being retiring, um, actually, it was through the pandemic. I'd, I'd started, you know, given the only thing the government let us do early on was go for a walk within what was it two miles of our house. <laughs> Thing. Um, before before actually sitting down to my home office, I, I, I just took up, you know, going for a walk, um, you, know, you know, to fill up my exact one hour. And of course, at that point, it started leaking into an hour and a half or two hours. But I just started the idea of walking, go out for a walk at seven o'clock, back at uh, seven o'clock in the morning, back at nine to start work. And, oh, uh, and, and, and I've carried on doing that. So one of the things I did when I retired was um, to get the university at me system. I've, I've just finished walking the southwest coast path. So that was fun. Wow. Yeah. So is that is that one is that one long continuous walk? Is it? I, I didn't do it as one continuous. You can, of course. Um, it's about fifty days to finish it. But yes. what what I did was um, uh, do ten day stretches and then three or four days at home to organise the next ten day stretch. Because, uh, um, but yeah, so more or less continuously. So and you're into your walks then, yeah? Yeah, love it. Love and, it. Um, I was going to say, as well as being, you know, keeping you fit and all that, it's also good for the um, for the, the the mental side yeah. of it as well, isn't it? Oh, it is. Being I mean, a- and, and, and what I know is that um, often in solving research problems, I mean, I'm a theorist, um, you know, so so you're not thinking about something, and then suddenly in the middle of a walk. Something you think, oh yeah, I know what to do, mm-hmm. and and it's so often happened to me. Um, even even with um, um, when when I was dean, I had a department. If I had something difficult to do, like you know, writing a difficult email to somebody where you're saying no uh, in, in in various ways, um, <laughs> uh, I often used to compose those emails yeah. while I was walking up the hill to work. Yeah. And so and so you just pull it over your mind. You know, you're at work, bang, write it off. Because <laughs> I, I was just going to say the same because I've been going for a run around the university for right. quite a while now and um if i've got something that i need to either figure out in my head something will just happen i'll go why don't i do it from this perspective rather yeah. than from that and it yeah. just gives you that time that freedom yeah yeah um to go okay well i won't write the email like this i'll do it from, I'll, I'll come from this point yeah. And it feels like you're working stuff out as you're actually involved in your exercise as well. Well, you are. I mean, you are. And, and I think having that sort of blank mind, particularly you know, if it's quite vigorous exercise. Yeah, you're, you're, I certainly felt that walking up some of the hills on that bloody coast path. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, you, you're just, you know, it gives you that freedom to just think about other stuff. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Buy it now. Buy it now. Buy it now. Do you want to buy it now? (laughs) Go on, buy it now. If you don't buy it now, you won't buy it now. So go on, buy it now. Go on, treat yourself, buy it now. 
it might not be there to buy it now. So if you buy it now, now, you don't need to worry about buying it after. Have you thought of buying it now? Well then buy it now, not tomorrow or next week. Buy it now. Remember, if you do not buy it now, you might not be able to buy it tomorrow or next week or the week after that or somewhere down the line. Don't just sit there. Buy it now. Go on. Buy it now and visit buyitnow.buyitnow.buyitnow.com slash index.html. Go on, treat yourself. Buy it now. So with this, so I, I did a little bit of digging around. So you, you, you've been in the department, so you're in the department of physics. That's right. Yep. That's right. And your research is to understand the physics of light propagation in optical fibers. That's right. With a particular emphasis on the properties of photonic crystal fibers, which That's appear, right. which are known as PCFs, which, you know, I knew that. I didn't. <laughs> so what, what, what is that? What is it in a nutshell? Okay. All right. Let me tell you. Uh, I mean, optical fibers work, right? I mean, the whole of the internet and global communications and everything else is based on optical fibers. All of our conversations wander along optical fibers. They probably are right now. So, so, you know, optical fibers work, but they don't work for everything. And so there are certain things that you can't do with the current generation of optical fibers. Um, now, current optical fibers are made of solid glass. Um, it, you know, it, what they have is a little core and then a surround, both made of solid glass. And because of the properties of the core and the surround, uh, the way they propagate light, the light actually propagates down these tiny little wave, uh, you know, tiny little um, fibers of glass. But if you try to do that at different wavelengths, so, so you know, glass is very good at transmitting uh, light of certain wavelengths, like the light we see. Um, but if you go to different wavelengths in the infrared or the ultraviolet, glass actually becomes opaque. You can't see through it. And there are lots and lots of applications where people actually want to send other sorts of light, ultraviolet light, infrared light, you know, and control exactly where it goes and, 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 and the rest of it. And optical fibers are just wonderful for taking light round odd paths around corners, you know. Light doesn't like going around corners typically. And, and so what the photonics group does is try to just think cleverly about designing new sorts of optical fibers um, that enable you to guide light in different ways and different sorts of light in different ways, lights of different wavelengths in different ways. And as well as that being a practical thing with quite a lot of practical applications, you need to think quite a lot about what's going on when the light is propagating down the optical fibers. And so that's basically what my you know, research has been for the last 10 years or so, trying to really understand the fundamental equations that govern that, um, try to find simple models that develop all of those ideas that you can then do calculations on, and then seeing if you can turn that into practical devices. And and, and that's fun. Um, that's, that's really good fun. So would your research be using stuff that we're using on, on everyday things? On, is there stuff that you've gone, I, I did that, I worked on that? It, not every day, no. Um, so, so m most of the applications are rather more specialist. They might be a medical application, which you know you wouldn't you wouldn't see in everyday life. Uh, they might be in special forms of communications, in quantum communications, and stuff like this. So, so no, I mean, ordinary optical fibers work really well for the stuff they're good at. So, it does tend to be more specialist applications, which you wouldn't right. sort of come across every day of the week. I do start with like a little intro, which is "Hello, Dave," which I haven't done yet. <laughs> What's the difference that Dave makes? This is a podcast that makes a difference with each Dave, and I haven't done this yet. But do you prefer David, Davy, Dave, or Die? I had to put Die Moon in there, you know, to inclusivity. Uh, what's your favourite version of Dave? 
I'm David. very relaxed between David and Dave. So different people call me David, different people call me Dave, and I couldn't care less which so they do. What I usually do is I usually look at how people sign off on their emails. Yeah. So if they sign off as Dave or David, then I go, okay, well, he prefers to be this, that, yeah. or, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, so yeah. So you, no. you're never a Davey though. Uh, no, 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 definitely not, no. none of the others. But yeah, so so formally at work, most people call me David, and I I would tend to call myself David at work. Um, um, friends at work would call me Dave, you know. So it's 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 it it, it depends. <laughs> yeah. When did you start at the uni, Dave? Nineteen eighty four. When you started, what was your what were you doing? Were you teaching, or were you, were you researching, or? I, I was I was a, a, a junior lecturer, so I was a probationary lecturer. Um, it was in the days when people used to get lectureships sort of slightly earlier in their careers than they do now. So I was 27 when I was appointed. People are very rarely appointed to lectureships in their 20s anymore. Um, and so I was just doing the normal things that a lecturer does. I was I was teaching and I was um, developing my my independent research. Did, did you? Um... Did you like, because I've, I've heard when I'm talking to some PhDs that they, they prefer the research or they prefer the teaching. What was yours, better both? I mean, I was, I was really driven by the research. I think most academics are. But, I mean, I've, I've always really liked teaching. I mean, I, I've always you know, been pretty confident about it. Um, I've always got fairly good reactions from students. Uh, and I've always just wanted to, you know, I mean, teaching is, it's, 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 I mean, everyone knows this to be true. Um, uh, it's a cliche. But, you know, if you want to learn something, really learn it deeply, well, then teach it. And so I've always been quite open to teaching subjects that I didn't previously know that much about because it, I just felt, yeah, this is a subject I want to learn about. And, okay. and, 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 and creating an undergraduate course is a really good way of developing a deep understanding because you could really do with understanding it before you try to teach it. Yeah, oh, that's good, right. So that forces you then to understand that area when you're teaching yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and so, um, so when you were working, uh, now you're an, an emeritus, it's difficult to say, emeritus, is that right? Yes. <laughs> what does that mean? Is that Latin for something? Uh, retired, I think. Retired. <laughs> Has been. <laughs> <laughs> what were you, so could you could you um, tell me what you did on a daily basis, what you used to do on a daily basis? Yeah, well, it, it varied a lot through my career. So if I if I go towards the end, um, I mean, towards the end, uh, you know, I was dean of science for six years. Um, uh, I then went back to, into the department having finished that spell because I, I wanted to finish my career as a you know a proper academic rather than a, a, a you know a managing academic, as it were. But for example, when I was dean of science, I mean, you know. What do you do when you're when you're managing the university? You 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 attend vast amounts of meetings. You you read and write vast amounts of emails. <laughs> you wonder why you're being paid so much for such a <laughs> such an utterly pointless job. But of course, no. What I was doing was giving a strategic lead to the faculty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the things I really enjoyed in, in being dean was where you did have the opportunity to support people. Mm. Um, and whether that was sort of saying yes to giving them some money or, you know, perhaps the thing I enjoyed most of all was sitting on recruitment panels for academics and 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 giving people those opportunities of their first, um, you know, not always their first, but their, uh, of an academic job of starting off their academic careers. There was this thing called the prize fellowship scheme in the university that I did a lot to promote uh, and really enjoyed um, doing the um, recruitment for for prize fellowships. So, so that was, that was great. Are you asking any tough questions? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, with, with interviews, I mean, it, it is always uh, interesting how people react. I mean, it, it, it's funny that, you know, learning some of the things that um, it, that gives you an insight into what people think about stuff and, 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 and you know, uh, and and it, it, it's fairly obvious stuff um, because people always ask, you know, are asked, you know, what, what in your field are, are, are the things that are sort of taking off now that you think will be really big in five years' time? Mm-hmm. And, and people tend to be fairly good at that one. Um, when you ask it the other way around, of what has your field been doing for the last 25 years, which you think is all a bit dull and will fade and, and will disappear over the next five to ten years? That's really interesting. <laughs> Some people have interesting opinions on that. Many yeah. don't. Um, and that gives you an insight. The other thing I always used to do was to ask them which of all their papers was their favourite one. And that gives you really an interesting insight mm. into into how they approach that. Yeah. You know, some people might say it's their first. Some people might say it was their latest. Some people might sort of pick one out from all of this. But just hearing how 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 people answer questions like that, is and then like, you yeah. understand their interests as well by doing that. Yeah, as you well. do. You yeah. do. You do. You do. Yeah. And and in science, it's typical that um, a paper has many authors. Um, and it's a good way of then saying, once they pick a paper, say, okay, it's got 10 authors. What did you do? And what did the other folks do? Where, where, you know, where, where does your main contribution to that work come from? And, and, and you, you know, it's, it's a useful probe, I think. Mm. You're listening to the 80 Daves podcast. Come on, Dave. You know you're going to win. Not like Phil, Alan, or Brian, or Steve sitting in the bin. So um, what is your favourite day of the week? What's your favourite day of the week? Not sure I have one anymore. All days are the same when you're retired. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you must have looked forward to the weekend when you were working, but now they all seem like weekends now, is it all? Well, well yeah, I, I know that a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of retired people treat the weekends as differently from the weekdays. But if you think about it, you think, why would you do that? I mean, what is the difference? There is a difference. So, so no, I mean, uh, you know, I, uh, as I say, right now, I would find it would be very hard pushed to say that I treat any day differently from any other day. In the, in the days when I was working, I don't know. Probably Honestly. Honestly, no, because <laughs> the point is, throughout my you know working life, I've always you know enjoyed work. I was I was pretty passionate about what I did. Yeah, and so the idea of 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 weekends, you know, I often worked at the weekends because sometimes because mm-hmm. I wanted to, sometimes because I had to. Oh right. Um, well, with um, it, with research, yes. Um, if I want to do it, yes. If, if it was some like jobs like being head of department or dean, sometimes you know, there just weren't enough hours in the day, and, and you just had to catch up with stuff at the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, you know, I, I guess in some senses Sundays was always my favourite because when my kids were young, which is quite a long time ago now, uh, and I was, you know needed to catch up with work at the weekend we had a sunday morning homework club and so 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 the three of us would sit around the table together i was catching up on my homework that i'd failed miserably to do in the week and they were doing their homework so yeah sunday morning did, homework club was always nice <laughs> did they ever say hey, dad can you help us make physics homework oh yes <laughs> yeah and did it was it like um it was eventually just you doing it for them, or were you like now? Oh, no, no I, I, I know they hated the way you know that I tried to help them think about the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I just want the answer. <laughs> yeah, 
I used to leave my homework to the to the last thing on Sunday Sunday evening. Yeah, I just remember remember the when the South Bank show theme tune came on. I was oh, like, yeah. Oh God, I still haven't finished this. And my brother, who was good at physics, I'd say to him, Andy, can you give us a hand with this? And he'd be like, Okay, Joe, uh, let's have a look at this. And I was like, Can you just do it for me? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. But I'm still doing it. My my daughter, who is a doctor, she's but at the same time as being a clinician, she's doing a PhD as well. Um, and, and, and she stars me, you know, whenever she writes anything, she pings it off to me and says, comments, please. And, you know, <laughs> that's, and that's really nice. <laughs> By the way, how are you, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> what a difference a Dave makes. Do you have an after Dave, an aftershave Dave that you use? No. No. Okay. Not a Davidoff. No. Nope. Um, <laughs> how often do you shave, Dave? Daily. 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 Dry shave or wet shave? Dry. Dry. Yeah. Sometimes it leaves you a bit bit red, doesn't it? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have do you have a man cave, Dave? No. Okay, you, th- you, you replied like that, like you should have. Well, no, I just wonder what, what counts. A place but, where you just, I don't know. Yeah, because from the pandemic onwards, yeah, we, I never really had a home office as such. I just used to work in the dining room or wherever. But in the pandemic, one of the rooms upstairs that was one of the daughter's bedrooms became my my home office. And that's now pretty much a room that no one else would go in. So. <laughs> It's got all your empty bottles of measure. It's got it's got empty bottles, but I'm I'm still of the school which works on paper. I I have not gone paperless, so it's basically covered with bits of paper. Covered with bits of paper. Are these all your research and all these ideas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, do you have now? I I, I sent an email with. Uh, do you have favorite any favorite Daves? It's you funny, you know, Joe. You, know, you see a question like that, and, 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 and your mind goes utterly blank. And, and, and actually, it did strike me looking at that question. I haven't known many people called Dave. I mean, it, it is weird. I mean, um, you know, I was thinking about colleagues and how many of those are Daves or Davids, and there's a couple I might talk about. But actually, it's not that many. And there's some of the things I, you know, outside interests. I mean, one of the things I, I I've always loved classical music. I, I, I play um, violin and viola. And I was just thinking, okay, in the field of classical music, how many Daves did some? <laughs> and I couldn't come up with a single one. <laughs> No, no composer I can think of is called no. David. Well, he's no no noteworthy composer. Very few performers I can think of. Um, now I'm sure there are some, but it, it 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 was surprising just how how few I could think of. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the in, you know, I've always been an Arsenal fan, and there's a few Davids there. I you know, I used to love David Seaman, David Rocastle. Yeah. There's a few there, yeah. but uh, not a huge number. No. So um, um, there was when because when I asked when the bottom three Daves are, I always there's there's one name that is always mentioned. Oh, is that David Cameron? Yes, <laughs> yes. It's just too obvious, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he comes up a lot in the top and bottom Daves. Yeah. Um, but have you got any other? Have you got any other bottom Daves? I, again, I, again, I couldn't, I couldn't think of it. It's, it's, it it's funny, isn't it? But no, no, it's, no. It, it, it didn't. It's, I don't know how common a name it is now, or, or ever has been. But um, you know, public life is not absolutely littered with them, as far as I can, as far as I can see. 
the um yeah so yeah david cameron's come up a lot in the bottom daves <laughs> for obvious reasons um and also how many daves have you got on your phone one my one. nephew so so there's is there a theme of daves through the family or no, no he's he's the only no. one is the only one yep is yep. he named after you I don't think so. Never really asked me about that, but um, um, no, no. But I don't think so. <laughs> What's your brother's name? John. John. Okay. Is there any Johns in the family? Uh, no, no other Johns. <laughs> no other Johns. Um, we've got four Joes in our family. Right. So, it's, okay. so there's a, there's a okay. Joe theme. And whenever yeah. I ask other people, they go, "Oh yeah, there's a there's a theme of James or Phil's or whatever." But uh, yeah, ours is a Joe. Uh, granddad. Uh, me, my son, yeah. my brother's son, and my sister's son as well. So there's a theme of Joe's. So when someone calls our name, we're like meerkats <laughs> sort of looking around. But it's interesting, uh, isn't it? So names like that have gone down through the generations, and they are still current. But my grandpa was called Ernest, and we don't have many of them anymore. And my dad was called Ronald, and there aren't many Rons or Ronalds around anymore. So no, we're, we seem to be a family of names that die out. <laughs> <laughs> or keep them going. Tick tock, tick tock That's the sound of the clock Is time running out? Well maybe it's time for you to find out what you are doing in your life In my 78 week programme I'll get you from doing nothing to doing loads Hi my name is Mike Michaels You might remember me from other podcasts such as Mike Open, Smell the Coffee Or Make It Your Way or any way you make it, or I can't make my mind up. This 78-week program, including weekends, will cover everything from monotasking to multitasking, how to get dressed in 20 seconds, how to get a new job in just 13 minutes. I'll give you the A to Z in how to make yourself better in 41 weeks. What would you be called if you went Dave, if you were D-Dave? Did, did your mum or dad ever tell you, like, oh, if we if we thought we were having a girl, we were going to call you? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. So I don't know. Interesting. No, I don't, I don't know. I've got a middle name, Michael, but um, never use it, of course. But, um... What's the, is there any Michael relevance in the family? Yeah, not, no. not that I'm aware of. No. <laughs> it's funny that, you know, you, you might have thought, why didn't you ask your mum and dad this sort of stuff? I never did. I mean, you just accept it what it is, don't you? Yeah. 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 Just live with it. <laughs> uh, when is your birthday? When's your birthday? Uh, 27th of September. Okay. 27th of September. That's me dad's. That's the same as me dad's. Well, it also happens to be my daughter's birthday as well. Yeah. So yeah, who exactly. gets the first then, you or her? Uh, both. Um, you know, uh, on the day I was 50, she was 18. So we had a really good joint joint birthday party on on, <laughs> on, on that day, whenever it was. <laughs> and how long have you been called Dave? Uh, how long did I was 64 years, yeah. <laughs> when I'm 64. It's, be, it's funny, that question, because some people say, well, actually, I was, I got called this at school, and then right. I got called... Did you have a nickname in school? Birdie. I mean, it's Birdie. just so obvious, isn't it? Yeah. 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 What's your favourite holiday, your favourite holiday? Where's, where's your, where do you usually go on your holiday destination? 
I would say it was a, a usual, but my favourite is Crete. Um, Crete. Can't remember where I first went there, but I've, you know, we, we just fell in love with Crete. It was just, um, uh, you know, just perfect in terms of the, just the, the things we love to do on holiday, like, like walking and, 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 and wildlife. I'm a bit of a, um, a nature freak. And, um, and, and then you've got the warmth and the beaches and, and the, and the food and the people. So it's, uh, that's a, that's a nice environment for me. So you, you'd like David Attenborough then? Yeah. Being a Dave, there you go. Yeah, 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 he could have been him. in your yeah, top. Yeah, I yeah. forgot him. Yeah, he could have been in the top one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how often do you go to Crete? Uh, well, I haven't been since the pandemic. Um, probably every couple of years um, we, we, we've been. Um, um, but, um, yeah, need to go back. Need to go back. Can you speak any Greek? Not much. I did learn a little bit, um, but uh, I, I, I'm really rusty now, so I need to I need to refresh that. Um, I mean, actually, you've got um, time now, haven't you? Yeah, well, exactly. So, so that is one of my, my ambitions to get back and learn a bit more Greek again. Um, um, we spent, um, what was it? I think seven, seven or eight weeks, um, my wife and I, um, when I had a sabbatical, when I came back from being dean and back into the department. And, and that was, that was really nice because I did spend some time there actually trying to sort of speak a bit of Greek, but that was now five or six years ago. And I've got a nasty feeling I've lost a fair bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll get back into it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. What can you build in a day, Dave? In a day? Are you, are you good at DIY? No. Um, no. Absolute rubbish. I can build computer programs. Oh, can you? <laughs> there you go then. <laughs> yeah, I can What's, do that. Are you, are you still making them? Yeah. So what, what, yeah. what do they, what do the programs do? Well, it's, 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 it's this, um, photonics research. It's, uh, um, it, 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 you know, you set up model calculations, work out the equations, write computer programs that solve them. Um, so, I mean, that's one of the things about being retired is that, you, you know, I don't have a group anymore. I don't have PhD students and postdocs. I mean, I'm, I'm working with them, but I don't have the ones I'm directly working with. Mm-hmm. So I've actually got to, you know, had to relearn some of the things I used to, used to know myself because there was a time many years during my research career where, PhD students or postdocs did the coding for me. I do it all myself and again now. It's it's great. Really love that. <laughs> and are you um, are you learning new things with it, or are you new little bits of code? And I, yeah, I've, I've had to learn a fair bit. I mean, um, coding has developed a little bit, but no, I, I'm, I'm using quite a lot of the skills I've always I've always known. I'm, I'm getting better at learning new things. I mean, you know, there's plenty of colleagues who are much more proficient than me, so um, I can I, I can talk to them about it. But no, my coding is pretty good, and I do I do really enjoy that. It's uh, it, it, you get a sense of achievement when you know you stick all this together and press compile, and it works. It's a miracle. Yeah. Are you, are you, and so you're collaborating with people as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Um, so there's an experimental group here in, um, in, in, in physics who actually make optical fibers. They make these sort of rather exotic forms of optical fibers and, and, and it's really nice. That's one of the things I've really enjoyed in my research career to have a, a combination of, of, um, theory, um, but then talking directly to the experimentalist. So you get the, the two way, um, communication. Have you ever been to an illegal rave, Dave? No. No. Would you ever, would you, I mean, you've got a bit more time now. You can probably go. <laughs> I don't know what makes them illegal. It's probably because they, they, they play the music late in the afternoon or yeah. morning and probably some substances as well. 
Yeah, exactly. No, because basically I just don't like the noise. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I love music. I love the music I love, but you know, there's so many bits of music like that would just leave me cold. And so no, I don't, I'm not into loud noise. <laughs> do, you, do you say you used to play violin and viola as well? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, still, so, 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 so play, play in orchestras. Yeah. So there's, there's a, there's an amateur orchestra called the Bar Symphony Orchestra. So I've played in that for probably. 10 or 15 years now and and, and that's really lovely and, and again you know really missed that through the pandemic um but that's now that's now back and active so um so you're and, playing the, the fiddle are you yeah 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 and yeah. is a viola just like a bigger version of a violin yeah. is that right yeah yeah so it's a bit bigger it's tuned slightly differently um yeah. but the technique for playing is not that different so it's it's relatively easy to uh, right. to switch from one to the other when are you next playing in the um in the the orchestra well, well, we'll pick up again in September, so we tend to work on school terms. Um, I don't actually know what we're playing in our next concert, but what we do is we basically have three concerts a year, and and we probably have eight or nine rehearsals leading up leading up to each of those concerts. So we just sort of work almost on the school terms. Um, so we'll start off again in September, building up to a concert in late November. Just when's can't the, remember what we're playing. <laughs> what's the um, what's the biggest venue you've ever played at? That's a good oh. question. Oh, prestigious. Well, the, the one I really enjoy playing in is the Wiltshire Music Centre. I don't know if you know it in Bradford-on-Avon. Um, oh. It's a lovely auditorium. It's not that big, but you do get some actually some very good um, professional musicians playing there as well. Um, it, the audience is about 300, um, and it's the acoustic is just wonderful, and 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 that is a lovely, lovely place to to play. Right. Um, we we played a concert in the Forum, so that can hold a lot oh, yeah. more. Um, don't like it as a venue so much. The the acoustics are not nearly as good. Yeah. I thought the, it must get a big crowd in there as well in the forum. Yeah, we did. We 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 had a really nice concert there playing um, um, one of the huge Mahler symphonies, Mahler two, um, uh, which we needs a choir as well as as well as a very large orchestra. And mm. we probably had you know we probably had five or six hundred people in that one. That was good. <laughs> wow. And how big is the orchestra? How many people are in it? Uh, well, for, for most concerts, it's probably about uh, 60 or 70. Um, wow. When we play some things, you need to get some extras in to, um, to boost the size of it. So um, they've, got, they've got a choir as well? Or is it just uh, no, that, 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 that was a separate choir that we used for that concert, so right. we don't have a sort of a standing choir. Hello, Dave. Do you have a favourite film, a favourite film? No, it's funny. I just don't. I don't have favourites of many things. It's funny. I just, I just, you know, I enjoy what what's, I enjoy. What's in your top five then? Or what's up there? What would I go back to? I don't know. I don't watch a lot of films. <laughs> yeah, if it's on the telly, I might watch it. But I, I, I honestly, I cannot remember the last time I went to a cinema. No, I can't. So, 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 yeah, it's funny, isn't it? What, what you, what you do. I mean, you know, as I say, I, I hardly ever listen to any popular music. I hardly ever go to see a film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like reading books. Well, my, all my books okay, are really what's old. Your favorite book? Uh, well, I don't have a favourite book, as I don't, I don't yeah. have favourites. But I, I, I go back to the Victorian novelists. I've, I've come back to them. I mean, we had to read them at school, and of course, you hate them. Yeah. But actually, I love reading Dickens and Hardy and Jane Austen and all these things. It's, 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 it's funny because I, I know it's not a lot of people's cup of tea, but I like it for the historical context. Yeah. I like it. I, I like the idea that they're really fat. I like the book, a book that will take me a long time to read. <laughs> 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 Moby Dick, actually. I really love Moby Dick. Oh, is it? I should read yeah. that. I should yeah, read that. I love it. I love it. 
Um, so some of the list of uh, Dave-related films I had is Independence Dave, the Dave, oh, yeah. Dave, Dave of the Dead, The Longest Dave, Die Another Dave, <laughs> A Good Day to Die Hard, uh, Groundhog Dave, Dave of the Triffids, uh, and Remains of the Dave. I have uh, at least heard of all of those, and I've even seen some of them, yeah. <laughs> would you be buried in a Dave yard, a graveyard full of Daves? My oh, son yes. came up with this question. Oh, yes, that's a very good one, yes, yes. Oh, I love that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So there would just be loads of Daves in this one place. Well, we should do that for other names as well, shouldn't we? I think, yeah, we need we need a theme. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the Dave. What would you call the collective noun for a group of Daves? No, I'm not being very inventive today. Yeah, I, I, uh, no, sorry. Mine's so gone I, totally blank. <laughs> well, someone like, um, someone called, which I quite like, a doddle of Dave's. Doddle of Dave's. Yeah, because we did have David Todd, um, but, and I think he, uh, he looked like, I, I think because it sounded like doddle or toddle or Todd or David Todd. So we, we had him on and, um, I quite like that, a doddle of Dave's. <laughs> Just doddling around like that. All right. In the group. Yeah, it's not bad. A doodle of Dave's. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Do you have a Dave Dave of crisps, Dave of flavor, a flavor flavor of crisps? Again, you're going to think we have some boy. The only crisps I ever eat are plain ones. <laughs> plain ones. <laughs> Do you ever have them with a pickled egg? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> They're really nice with a pickled egg. If you have a pickled egg with some ready salted crisps, perfect. 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 Do you ever watch Dave or Dave Plus One? On the, no, the telly? No, 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 I don't. Well, I, no. I've just started, started watching um, Taskmaster, which is on there, which is quite good. I don't know if you're I, into... No, the, no I, I haven't seen it, but... Um, uh, no, I, mean, I, have to, I don't watch a lot of Penny either. So. I don't. <laughs> no, I so, so no, it's not a channel I've ever picked up. I was unhappy. I was cold and frightened. My house... My belongings, my life, was ruined. That's when it occurred to me. I had to get a front door for my house. No one ever knocked. The postman left packages next door or around the corner at Carol's. That's when I turned to frontdoors.co.uk slash index.html. My life has changed. If you buy your front doors from frontdoors.co.uk slash index.html, then you get your back doors or side doors for a fraction of the price, even if you don't need them. Now the postman posts letters through my letterbox and I can talk to him or her when packages need signing and have a little chat about tropical stuff or the weather or tropical weather or tropical stuff. Let your frontdoors.co.uk slash index.html be the front doors to your next, to your, to your house frontdoors.co.uk slash index.html Your house is at risk if you don't have frontdoors.co.uk index.html Now I can close the door on anyone I want to. Do you like Christmas Dave, Boxing Dave or New Year's Dave? Boxing Dave. Any reason? 
Yeah, because that's the day where traditionally people, you know, in our family, staying at Christmas Day has always been a day where you stay at home. And I just think, oh, no, why, why, why are we, why are we sort of locked indoors and, uh, and eating too much? So Boxing Day is a day where you get out again and do stuff. And so, you know, doing that as a family is nice, going for a long walk, doing that sort of stuff. Um, so, so I've always preferred Boxing Day where you go, yeah, you do something else. Yeah. <laughs> well, you feel a bit. Over you overindulge when you're on yeah. Christmas Day, so yeah. it always feels like you want to you want something else, something different, yeah. just not sitting still. Yeah, and one of the things we've done as a family a few times um, um, is just all just hire a cottage uh, um, over Christmas rather than do it at any one of our homes, yeah. uh, just just to make things a bit different. And and again, the long walk on Boxing Day has become quite a quite a tradition of tradition. that, where you oh. take take a long take a long long walk to a pub and have a nice <laughs> a nice Boxing Day lunch. <laughs> With lots of lots more beer, <laughs> and yeah, make his mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Have you ever been to the bed in Bath? Because I was looking at your surname. No, I haven't. I mean, I live quite close to it, but never popped in. My daughter worked there for a while as a um, in a hotel, but um, uh, no, never been there. I, I haven't heard whether it's good or not. So no, worth trying. A little bed told me it's it's quite good actually. But, okay, all right. Might that was another that. Dave. That was another Dave. Yep, uh, and. Do you have any Dave-related questions you'd like to ask other Daves? No. No? No. It's funny. I mean, you know, I don't know if people's names ever do mean a huge amount to them, but no, it's, it's funny. You just, it's just something you live with, isn't it? Never think <laughs> about it. <laughs> and what, what next what, what next for you, Dave? What, what's after, so after you – so you're in the retiring transformation now, eh? What's What are you going to do? Are you going to do more violin, more reading, more walks? Yeah. A bit, bit more of everything, really. Um, I mean, uh, I will carry on with the research. So, uh, as I say, I think at least for two or three years, I can see, you know, quite a lot of potential for, for doing stuff and keeping active with stuff, writing papers. So that will last a while. Um, got two grandchildren now, so spend a bit more time with them. But it's a great opportunity for doing more of this long distance walking. I really fancy doing some more of that. Yeah, and then it's, as you say, it's just you know, relearning Greek or trying to get a bit further with that. <laughs> That's definitely on the list. And, and actually to play a bit more music as well. Um, uh, and, and that'd be nice. I, you know, there are other sort of amateur, um, orchestras around that, um, that are, yeah, usually looking out for players, particularly viola players. Viola players tend to be more in demand. Really? Um, no, yeah, but just because fewer people play it. Okay. Oh, nice one. Well, it's really nice to talk to you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, and you, Joe. And, um, Thank you very much, Dave. Hope you have a great day. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> see you now. Bye-bye. Okay, see you. Thanks, Jerry. Bye. Bye-bye. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. 80 Dave's around the uni.